0: friends welcome to race the rise podcast a place where we discuss bite-sized wisdom nuggets with easy to follow practices to live a better life i am your host mittel patel a parenting junkie ayurveda enthusiast and an advocate of conscious living Anger is bad. I was hurt by angry people. Girls don't yell, scream, or fight. It's not feminine. Angry people end up in bad relationships. Angry people are bad people. You must learn how to control your anger. Have you heard all these lines? Certainly, I have. I have actually been labeled as an angry person, as an as a bossy person. What does this tell you? This probably tells you that anger is bad, right? But what if I tell you that anger is a an healthy emotion? What if I tell you that anger is must emotion because it can act as a catalyst in your transformational journey? Would you agree? Normally, we're all scared of anger due to its explosive, volcanic, and seemingly destructive nature. Yet, I want to say anger is healthy. It can actually signal a perceived threat to a personal safety, be it physical, emotional, or mental, and that's why we're scared of anger. So today I want to share this anatomy of anger and some elements about anger and there's so much that I want to share about anger but let's step back a little so I have this habit of asking my now 11-year-old about you know what a, about my bad qualities and so basically I ask for a feedback a constructive feedback um to I asked my child because kids are really really naive and they would tell you the truth and that's what you really want to know right so I asked my son about one bad quality that he think I really really would benefit if I work on it and so he said one of the things mama I feel would really help you is your crankiness after work so i get called out for losing my marble a few times a week i would say um and so he says around doing your periods you're always cranky which is about 15 days a month and that made me think a little that yes i have so many and so why do we get angry you know like there's so much that we need to look into it there is a denial there is there are so many triggers and yet we're not doing anything about those triggers so i really wanted to take this as a constructive feedback and i was working on it and i've had some great great responses and i have been able to be you know i have been mindful about it and so Again, I'm sharing this because I want you all to know that conscious parenting is not about being a perfect parent. It's about being, you know, that imperfectly <laughs> conscious parent. Because we all know it is not possible to be conscious 24 7 when you have a toddler and when you have an older child, when you're working on your passion, but you're also working. You know, also have an eight to five job, and you also have your house chores and your other duties. It is just not possible, okay? As a human, not possible. So that's why personal development, and that's why personal journeys, and that's why we. This is an unconscious, conscious parenting. is a, It's about a journey. It's about the practices. It's about the commitment to do the hard work to heal. Our inner child to repent ourselves. And that's what I am doing. And that's why I wanted to share this that I am not perfect. I'm working on myself. I'm work in progress and I want to sh- be real with you. So I really took this as, you know, as a challenge and I wanted to work on. So I decided to work with Dr. Shafali and learn about, and I took one of her, one of her courses in one of the profound things that I learned from her about anger was anatomy of anger, where she literally helped us dissect it down. And one thing that she, she said, and it just so s- stuck with me, and I feel it's so true that we all think that, of course, you know, because that's what society told us, that anger is bad. And so we all think that I really want to get rid of the anger, and i don't want to be angry anymore and you know or maybe maximum we go go for like i how can i manage my anger but she said it's not about getting rid of the anger because there's no such thing as getting rid of the anger it's an emotion right it's an emotion you cannot get rid of it it's gonna come up on the surface as soon as you get triggered rather it's about transcending that emotion. And transforming it into a better version of yourself. So, anger, like I said earlier, anger can be a catalyst for us to transform that emotion and respond. And how can this be done? So, I want to share five steps that I learned from Dr. Shivali, and it's all about it's all about dissecting the pattern and understanding understanding. First of all, we really need to understand what this anger is about, right? What is this and how, w- what happens? So, as a scientist, I really believe in the, you know, dissecting it an anatomy of it. So, first of all, step one is all about understanding that there are three elements that are so crucial in this path of transformation. First is it's about self-awareness. We really need to be aware of our anger. We really need to look into the mirror, take the responsibility and own it, and accept it that I see this emotion as a an negative. Now I'm not saying that we need to label it because, because most of the time we say, "I am angry, I have anger issues," you know, we're labeling ourselves as "I am angry." It's not It's not me. I am not angry because I am pure awareness. I am the consciousness. I am that divine being. I am not angry. Anger is that emotion that I'm seeing it. I am absorbing. I am not absorbing. <laughs> I am observing it. Anger is like those clouds that you see in the sky. It's moving. It's there. I see it. Okay. If I can do something about it, let me do it. Or let this shall also pass, right? But no, we want to do something about it. So first of of all, we need to be self-aware. We need to self-regulate, right? We really need to learn the tools to handle the anger in the moment. It's about handling it in the moment, in the heat of the moment. And learn not to project it to another party, not to project it, to our kids, or our spouse, or anyone, so it's it's all about learning to shush down that inner critic and inner perfectionist, which I have you know uh, I have failed to shush it down for many times before, but now I'm learning it and I'm doing a much better job at it. And it's also all about self transformation. It's about transforming that anger into the connection. To connection with ourselves and connection with our children or our spouse or whoever, you know, is around us or whatever, whoever we're trying to connect with. It's about learning to set better boundaries and it's about using the creativity in transforming the anger. So these are the three elements that are so crucial on this path. Second step is understanding that anger is complex. Okay it is complex here we really need to understand that anger can be bimodal it could it can be physical or it could be emotional so we need to find out when we get angry how do i you know how does this get out of me am i a hitter or am i a yeller or am i both no judgment here just asking ourselves how does anger show up in my body? Do I hit or do I yell? And I'm I'm talking in this this language because, you know, as a conscious parent, as a parent, this is what comes. And so I am talking in that relationship with parent child. So how does this come across? Another thing that we wanna we wanna understand is anger is bidirectional. Some pe- for some people, when they get angry, it goes inward. And you just, you know, you go inside. And for some people, it goes outside. It's outward. So are you the one who goes in or are you the one who goes out? So find out. And then it's that it affects different people differently. So some people may get reactionary on the external level and some people can get reactionary on the internal level. But both project this anger onto the weaker others. So it's so complex and there's so much that we need to understand. So just ask yourself, main thing, how do you react when you get angry? Do you go inward or do you go outward? Third thing, third step is how just a split of a second can make a difference. So when... Let's, for example, when we enter the house with an agenda or with an expectation and the fantasy that as soon as I get home, you know, I will be able to change and have a sip of warm tea and relax a little bit before I get in the kitchen and cook dinner. But when you come home, instead of that fantasy, all you get is the child who does not meet the agenda or the fantasy that you have had in your mind, what happens then? We lose it, right? And our our love converts to anger in that split of a second so that other has total control over our emotions. And so we really need to understand how this can just, this, this trigger, because we walked in with within expectations, and when our expectations are not met, when the reality is totally different, that's when this whole split second can play a huge role. So the triggers. The fourth step is all about intention versus the expectations versus the outcome. So we all know. You know, as a, as a parent, when we go home, we have like pure intention, always positive, but we have these expectations that are really unexpected. Like you go home expecting that your, your, your home is clean or, you know, your child is just sitting by themselves reading a book or you get to have, no. That is so unrealistic. When you go home, your child hasn't seen you all day. What happens? They just want to tell you the story, or you just hear, you have two like mine, you hear them crying and fighting and coming to you, complaining that this one, this did this to them, or the other one did this, or they ripped my paper, or they touched my stuff, right? So our expectations just are so unexpected. And the third is at the end, the outcome is just negative, because at that by that point we we're, we're already we've lost it, we lost our marbles It's 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 about when we it's about checking or you know it's about knowing that of course, I know my intentions are pure, but what about my expectations? Am I expecting too much? And so where where's that? What's that leading to? What is that giving me? Right? So when we expect for a control, then we realize how controlling we are. And step five is that we really need to learn to mind the gap. And the gap stands for greater awareness of pausing really need to understand and learn the art of pausing before responding so to recap these were the five steps of the anatomy of anger was the three elements that are crucial for this path was self-awareness self-regulation and self-transformation number two understanding that anger is complex number three understanding that split right the how when uh, the love converts to anger in a split of a second. Number four, it's about the intention versus the expectations versus the outcome, and number five, really learn to mind the gap, the greater awareness of pausing. So, my friends, again, anger is not bad. Anger is healthy catalyst that can help us transform. Anger doesn't need to be managed. It needs to be understood and transformed. So let's transform. That's it for this week's episode of Race to Rise. Be sure to sign up to our email list at risewithmetal.com and join us again next time for more wisdom about life, kids, and everything in between. I am Mital Patel wishing you happy raising and rising.